You're listening to You Don't Know Nick, the podcast, a podcast that explores the generational differences from Zoomers to Boomers as it relates to what's going on today. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Jessica Lynn Verde. And I'm Alex Mitchell. I know a lot about Middle Earth. Yeah, and I know that there were some rings or something. We're the hosts of the Podcast of the Rings. Join us as we deep dive into the lore of Middle Earth and cover the topics and people you might want to know about before the Rings of Power premieres on Amazon Prime, September 2nd. After that, we'll be doing an episode-by-episode recap and analysis once the series is live. Listen for a new episode every Tuesday. And until then, may our roads meet again. Hi, Scott. But oh, hi, wait, Jess. Wait, not, oh, hi, Jess. Not the Scott. The other Scott. <laughs> Mind you, just just told me like five minutes ago to not let, that I'm not other Scott, but now I am other Scott. Well, no, but that you're totally so, right, though, that fun. some of the audience may not know. They might be, they may like, oh, wait, I thought Scott was already, <laughs> I guess. You have to bear in mind, we have so few listeners on this podcast (laughs) that it's gonna get confusing for them you definitely are not the other scott i feel like that's something you put yourself that you put upon yourself uh it's fine i mean he has age on me so (laughs) it only makes sense that he is the progenitor scott he is a progenitor scott and i am simply other scott even if he was younger than you he would still be older than you oh yeah I, Pro- I get that, 100%. He, Progenitor he is Scott. action figure Scott. I'm video game Scott. That's <laughs> right. that's another way to oh, differentiate. That's a, that's a very good way to differentiate. Um, we actually had the pleasure of going to the Warhammer store this week. And oh, snap. I stopped I- myself from buying anything because I know that that would be a mistake. And I've also been gifted things by people, so I should probably try to... Uh, make those before I buy new stuff. I think that's the issue yeah. with Warhammer in general. But see, you can't really say you play Warhammer unless you buy Warhammer things, even though you have more Warhammer you actually have to buy. It's just part of the hobby. Like, Which is why I don't say I play Warhammer. You have all your models built that you own? Uh, uh Yeah, that's exactly what... No, what? no. No, I don't play Warhammer at all. I've been given a couple of... I have... Do I have... You did orcs, right? Yeah, I, I have I, a schnazzle I remember wagon. a stream or something a while ago last year. I don't know yeah, what time yeah. is anymore. Time doesn't you exist. You and Scott did did orcs. Yeah, we um he he was someone suggested orcs to me when we were learning it over at Hyper RPG, and I I went oh yep they're chaotic this is great because uh, I I to be honest I don't like the almost any designs from Warhammer. It's not my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. at all um i hate the i even like what used to be the eldar which are like you know their elf race it's not mm-hmm. pretty it's still it's just still very mechanical and armor and you know the only thing that's fun about um this fun it's what's fun about the orcs is that they're very distinct they are distinct looking at least oh, yeah. um the other the other armies if you don't paint them different colors i don't know what i'm looking at so it, it's just it's just not how i would aesthetically it's not, it, it does not draw me in aesthetically. Let's put it that way. Um, so I'm glad that I was suggested to go to Orcs because it actually was right up my alley. It was probably the only distinctive army that I would have been interested in to begin with. I was gifted a Schnazzle wagon. Um, 
Say that again. Schnaz, schnaz wagon, schnazzo wagon. Shag wagon. Kind of like that. It's a. I shag- mean, they are they are basically the gangbang army. They just swarm <laughs> you with all the boys. And oh, that was the best part. Was basically just rolling boys. Yeah, rolling forty dice is the yeah. best. The best. And and then it really taught me how much I like melee. It taught me. It helped me learn. Mm-hmm how I play D&D. It helped me learn my style in D&D. Uh, because when I realized, like, ooh, I don't like ranged attacks. I mean, I like I like doing some ranged attacks where it's like, haha, gotcha, now I'm over here. Like, yeah. but that's, a, I don't want to be a rogue. I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to be, you know, sneaky. I want to pound you in the face with a knife or a sword, to be fair yeah. and clear. Um, it's, it's also... Probably because I don't play D&D enough that I didn't know that explicitly about myself. <laughs> well, it's a learning experience. Hobbies, I mean, that's what hobbies are at the end of the day. They're introspective looks at your in, inner person, and it tells you a lot about yourself. Like what kind of player you play, what armies you play in Warhammer. I myself have the uh, Battle Nun, like the Nun Army. Yes. And the Super Armored Grey Knight Boys. Um, so I get I get my heavenly chicks with you know swords and guns, and then <laughs> I have my chicks. super armored paladin bros from Super Future. Oh, I, I have to look at those because I don't think I can I can conjure I don't think I can conjure the image of what the boys look like. But there was a couple of nuns walking around when the Warhammer store that we went to on Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend opened, and oh, I was cool. like, "That's cool." Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, I think this I it couldn't have been a better segue to just for you to introduce yourself because I'm not going to do that. But we know that you're Scott. But who the heck are you? I, I didn't considering I introduced myself as video game Scott and not action figure Scott. And then I proceeded to talk a few minutes about action figures and miniatures. I didn't do myself justice <laughs> in differentiating myself from uh, progenitor Scott. Uh, That's fair. We'll, we'll just pretend I did. I'll edit uh, that out. No worries. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's I'm definitely not going to. Okay. I just say Editing that I'm never going to. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't do that. Too much. So too much. I do know you though because of video games. That's how we were, true. were introduced to each other. Yeah, but you're also Professor RPG. It's true. Um, but yeah, so we initially met through uh, Stealth Forty K. Said, hey, you, after having him on my podcast, he's like, hey, you should invite this person, Jessica, on. She would be a fun guest, and she did this this cool tabletop thing and she'd be fun. So I was like, I hit you up and then we chatted back and forth and then PAX was coming up and then I randomly stumbled into you in a panel and then we started talking and then you ate clam chowder and we drank in a hotel bar. We sure did. And we just, you know, became friends. Um, I credit you with that though. You sought, you sought me out. You made sure I was like, you were like, Oh, I'm just going to see what that Jessica person is. Oh, I'm going to make sure I hit up Jessica when I'm back in town. Oh, I'm going to see how Jessica's doing now. I, I really do credit you with our friendship. Uh, and, and it means a lot to me, just so you know. Well, you're worth it. Well, you're, you're awesome. But no, it, I mean, that was early days of my podcast. So I guess I should. Yeah. My moniker, my big thing is I host a RPG podcast, RPG University, where every week, most of the time every week, every Thursday, I have a guest on. We nerd out and kind of just gush and talk about an RPG we love, whether it's a tabletop game or RPG, like a video game. 
Which it and, yeah. started out that way, right? Was RPG video games. Or like yeah. the majority of the guests you had on. Yeah. It's and even I've always I had always wanted to do incorporate more tabletop and it wasn't until a ways like I had a lot more contacts and people I knew or on the video guy game side of things right. being a writer and doing freelance stuff for various game websites that that's so you where aired I got, that out first right and I knew a bunch of people that also like video games so I talked to them and that was great and then. And even now, I want to do more tabletop stuff. I absolutely love tabletop. I love board games. I I, I love all that. I love. I run my own D and D game. I, I and I play in others. So then I started talking, and uh, I was introduced to you just with your stuff you did with Rat Queens, and that was fantastic. And I just started progressing and starting to get to know more people from the tabletop space. So basically, in essence, though, it's just two people gushing about a game or a topic they really love. And then also providing information for new players, like where they could get a game, how much it would cost, some tips and tricks. And for the tabletop episode specifically, it's usually based around a topic. Like, what's it like being a professional DM? How do you develop a, um, a, a module or making a magic items? All of those kinds of topics. And then with those episodes, we always end on... Uh, we either make a cla- brand new class, like funny class, or a new race, where we we either get classy or racy, is, is ah, what I call it. I love you that. Know? That's actually really cute. But yeah, and that's been a lot of fun. And now I'm still doing all the writing and stuff, but now I'm trying to get into more of the finding my way onto onto tables to play with people and and stuff. So sure. Then, so what what is that drive and push about for you? I just I want to. I want to get my name out there, but at the same time, I just like rolling dice and playing with new groups. I have Google Docs of character ideas and want to play those. And at least right now, I run games more than I play. Sure. So. And yeah. I mean, there's there's those websites that are out there where you could like, A, say I'm accepting seats. Yeah. And you can, you know, have people be at your table or you can join tables. I think that's very cool because one of the things oh, that... Yeah. A lot of people come into my chat or, you know, who find out, who find me through TTRPG or learn that I like TTRPG. Um, they see the chemistry that, like, let's say, Rat Queens has. Yeah. And the challenge is, like, you meet a couple people in town, in your town, and that you don't have the same chemistry. That doesn't mean you're not good at RPGs. Right. You just do need to find the right group for you. 100%. Do you have, actually, any advice on that? Like, uh, or do you have, like, a, a what was your first entrance into our rpgs um with tabletop specifically it was like growing up like in high school and middle school and stuff i had a group that we would play magic the gathering like we would play magic at lunches and stuff i and think I'm, then... i think i'm close to having to play that game sadly it don't be sad there's i'm just saying it's just another thing that i might have to do there are plenty of avenues I can point you down if you want to try it and spend zero money. So we are looking at, or I'm thinking about the command deck version of it. Yes. And the Warhammer aspect yes. is probably going to draw Scott into it. The other Scott. He's going to be the other yep. Scott during this podcast. Okay. The other Scott's potentially, you know, because his son is learning magic. Yeah. Uh, and, and my boyfriend, Alex, played magic with him and, you know... Didn't school him, but taught him mm-hmm. like some things. Because apparently, according to Janelle Santa Cruz, 
Alex plays dirty. So, <laughs> so well, now I want to play your boyfriend. You actually like, I gotta, should. I gotta. I want to send my dragons at him. Oh, um, so he plays an air deck, and that's all I know. And apparently, that's that's rotten. That's a rotten thing to do. I play dragons who are kings and queens of the air. So, well, then I think you I, will have a good time. Do you I also? Laugh in the face. <laughs> do you also do uh, Rubik's cubes really quickly or play chess? Uh, I I haven't played chess in a long time, but I do know how to play chess. He's he's um, a little bit of a chess master. He's kind of scary. And chess. Rubik's cubes, I've I don't think I've ever completed. Then don't worry, you'll just it's beat him. You'll beat his ass in uh, uh, magic. That sounds good. So you played magic with a bunch of geeky yep, friends, and then randomly we were like, I, I think at this point we were in college, and it was, hey, you want to try Dungeons and Dragons? This was three uh, five edition is when we played. You guys were like getting so busy getting laid that you're like, you know what, we should do. Oh God, not me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I was, go to college. I did so. stage combat. Funny enough, I'm a certified stage combatant because I took three semesters in stage combat. Are you fucking so, kidding? Yeah, rapier, dagger, hand to hand, and broadsword. Are I you, think my that's license. Incredible. I'm pretty sure my license or my certification lapsed a long time ago. But it, at one point, yes, I was a certified stage combatant in three forms. That's incredible. Well, I'll, I'll stage know. Stage combat who, choreography. I know who to call when I need that for a movie or or a, a theater show I'm doing. That's amazing. That's such yeah, a... I was going to be a pirate princess, but I transferred schools and I couldn't be a pirate princess. What the fuck is a pirate princess? Basically, I was going to be the stunt double and kind of fight person for a pirate princess character in my in the college's production of something or another. I was going to have to, like, fall off a boat and all sorts of things. But I was transferring at the time. Oh, no. And it, it wasn't going to work out. So I never I never got to be a pirate princess. I think we're going to have to change that. I, think, I know. I think for your next birthday, the theme is pirate princess. Pretty, pretty pirate princess. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. It, just, I need... it flows off the tongue. It's so perfect. It's a perfect, pretty, pretty pirate princess. Yeah. Sorry, I'm overwhelmed by that, and now I'm like, oh, maybe that's what I was destined to be my whole life, because uh, I talk like a pirate. I can see it. Yeah, but I like being a woman. I like being a princess, but I like being a fucking you know sailor too. Oh yeah. So you guys jumped yep. into three point five, which is actually what Alex is fond of too. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's way crunchier and. Yeah, it's it's got some. Uh... Some numbers associated. It's got lots of numbers and and stuff to it. Um, did you did it, you like that aspect of I it? I did. I it at the same time though. I was so kind of lost because no one knows how to play Dungeons and Dragons. It's their first game. They're they're just flopping around. Sure, you know, like sure. it, it's their first time in anything. Uh, you just and kind no of flop one, around and hope. And no one at your table knew what was going on. No, like, you're. Uh, I think one person had read the books more. Um, okay. But outside of that, I think we were all fumbling in the dark, yeah, trying to we find were, the boob. Yep, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, just fumbling around, grabbing at things, <laughs> flaccid, <laughs> fleshy, moist things. A little drunk, a little too full, full on yep. food. Yep, a hundred percent. That sounds. Thankfully, yeah, just, when I my first my just, first time, I was with experts. So. Or people who had, had a little bit more expertise. Yeah, we though. can't we can't all be lucky like you, Jess. No, no, no. Unfortunately, no. But um, but yeah, then that just kind of spawned into occasionally 
doing campaigns and picking up and having a weekly game session and that spawned into me getting my wife into D&D and now that game's going on two years. Uh, we celebrated two years for the campaign in August and uh, as of two nights ago I was up until 2am because I had a sudden creative idea on how the universe of my game world happened. So yeah, I have that lore now in my Google Doc of lore. See, that that's where I think like you really can differentiate people into two types of D&D players. Do they build out their their character and their story or do they jump head first, you know, without mm-hmm. an idea? And I'm the latter. Yeah, it, it's 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 fun because my players are are wonderful. They're a bunch of my local friends and everything. But this is like I've drawn maps for this. I've drawn oh, I like I have a world map that I've shared with with the players. I, I I've created unique abilities and mechanics kind of just for this game. It's it's a lot of fun. I love the world building aspect. I've always been into that. So being able to see them take joy and be surprised by the things I, I have sent to them and seeing them my players want to know more and and everything just gives me the the warm fluffies. In, in my tummy so of course it i mean i totally understand N- nothing makes me feel more vulnerable than when my own creation is out there and i'm like and do you like it like yeah like, i did music for a while and i was a singer songwriter and it was sad <gasps> stuff i know i want to hear one of your songs you wrote what right? a, what was what a title just uh, give me a title the title is there's two titles for one song that's probably the best song it's called Mr. Moon or A Song for the Sun. It's out there. There's there's a band camp with of demos. There's a band for, band camp for a band. It's all there. Going Mr. Moon, you said? Uh-huh. It's there. I don't know that the video you're going to find is the one I would like you to watch, but you can watch it. I mean, it's, it definitely describes who 24-year-old Jessica was, for oh, sure. Oh, yep. From Snack Time. Yeah, okay. so I took that song into Snack Time, and we played it uh, at King's Canyon, actually. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I, you, you, you probably won't be able to tell, but because I'm telling you, you'll notice I am so dreadfully insecure <laughs> with with my music. And primarily because I was by myself, and I didn't have anyone else mm-hmm. going behind me going, this is great, because you can't do that when you're – playing a song for five minutes when you're in a band everyone's like yeah i'm vibing and it's a little bit different uh but but when you put yourself out there and other people really like it and it's your idea that it feels like for the first time someone's telling your parents are telling you they like your drawing but they don't have to tell you that right at least that's how it's not they're not telling you that's a nice macaroni like picture because yeah, they're your yes, parents. Yes, exactly. I have it, like I have like several people in my life who I can single-handedly credit, although you can't single-handedly credit several people, who said, I really like your singing, Jessica. I think you're a great actor, Jessica. That I was like, oh, other than my dad, people mm-hmm. think this. And it was nice. It was nice to galvanize myself that way. So it does creative good. needs that. You need those people that like just surprise you. It's like, I really like what you did. And it's like... But at least for me, it's still imposter syndrome, and I automatically go to, no, you're just being nice to me because you, you know me. It's like, I don't believe you. Um, yeah. 100%. So there's a adage about exactly that where uh, the master has only mastered the art of looking like they don't care what people think. 
like they act like they don't care. Yeah. So I don't know how you stop caring. I will say the more frequency with which you put out work and Giggity. <laughs> the more effort wow. you put out the yep. more you get yep. it in and yeah. out. The more um, you get in. Yeah. I, I can't help myself with this phrasing. I, I just I, sometimes I mean it. It other, works. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, I just can't help it. I guess. Um, it, I I feel like the more I put out, the less the feedback mattered. Because I was like, well, I like all this stuff. Like I like it. I I don't know why that that's correlative. But I don't know why. That's so weird. I had an idea as to why that might have been a good piece of advice, but I don't know if it is now. Well, the more you get used to people complimenting you, the more it's like, great, I don't give a fuck, but thank you. Mm-hmm. And B, like, well, so I guess what I was trying to get to and now that I've found my thought, imposter syndrome is, is something everyone fucking suffers from. Oh, we're, yeah. an, we're all imposters at being having imposter syndrome. Um, I've, I've found that being an adult is simply living with imposter syndrome every day. Like, cause you're like, I who remember... let the keys drive, who let yeah. the kid drive the truck? It's like, I remember growing up always thinking, man, they're an adult. They must know what's going on. They <laughs> must... And then I'm an adult now, technically. And it's like, man, I'm bullshitting my way through life. I don't know. There are some things I'm better at not knowing, but yeah, that sure. Just look like, you know what you're doing and like, you know what you're talking about. That's 90, 90%. Of adults. I I was literally putting my credit cards in my wallet today, and I went, how did I become the person that has a wallet and a credit yeah. card? Who let me do that? I uh, Interestingly enough, too, speaking of being an adult, a lot of my therapy work deals with adult Jessica with cognitive thinking telling young Jessica it's going to be okay. So I have – that's like today I was literally – holding crying jessica as an Mm -hmm. adult um so that's just what that reminded me of but it but yeah i think that even knowing that other people are like stumbling through even jeff bezos it doesn't help it still is your journey trying to figure out how you land on your feet or are you living your life are you enjoying your life you know yeah um are you living for something else do you feel like you're happy i I do. I feel like there are definitely areas that I want to accomplish or not that I'm missing out on, but I definitely want to strive for. But one of my big things is, and especially lately seeing a bunch of the different layoffs of game journalists at FanBite and all the different places, it's like I have so many friends that... And for the longest time, I wanted to get into making video games. Like, I transferred from Michigan State where I was studying studio art with a focus on drawing, but then doing some acting stuff to 3D modeling and game design. Like, I had wanted to do games for the longest time. And then after, with living in Michigan, if you do 3D modeling, you will nine times out of ten wind up somewhere with having to do with the automotive industry, making Ah. car models, etc., and from there, it, I wound up on a, in a small studio doing car models and whatnot. And I wasn't feeling creatively fulfilled. Um, that, that's been a big thing where I need, wherever I end up, I have to feel creatively fulfilled or have an outlet for that. And for the longest time, 
it was still playing games or streaming on Twitch. I, I used to stream on Twitch a lot more than I do currently, but then about five or six years ago, I met up with a group of friends and we decided to start our own like video game website, like with news reviews, articles, stuff like that. Dashing nerds. It was our whole motif was bow ties. We wore bow ties. <laughs> so cute. That's um, so smart though. And that that was a lot of fun. I got my creative kicks out on that. And it was, I realized that I was taking it in a direction or I was looking at it as a direction, uh, an avenue that I could potentially, I wanted it to be the next like fan bite or yep. to, to get to like a, a well-known thing. And the others were, it was kind of more of a hobby. They, they did things when they, they wanted to or thinking. So it was, and they were my good friends and they still are my good friends. So I went to, I had to get off this bus. I need to, I, I don't want to ruin our friendship. So we're, we're at different places. We're looking for different things. So I got off in the, that bus and started looking more for freelance writing, freelance graphic, like creation and stuff. And that ended me up various places to do like little articles. And then, a good friend of mine was big in the Smash Brothers community and had me on his podcast back in the day where I met my good friend Alex O'Neill. Um, we were we were a guest on the same show and then with From Irrational Passions. And then after that, I started talking to Alex and that's when I got on to Irrational Passions kind of feature staff guy. Where I don't want to call it staff because it's all like we don't get paid. It's just very kind of a low key. But from there, that's when... It was an established enough site that that allowed me then to start meeting people at larger outlets, getting into PAXs where, like, I met you, um, and start developing that voice and that creative outlet. And around then, I started really thinking, it's like, I'm okay not making games. Because around that time, also, it was all the crunch stuff started coming out where studios were like, they work 90 hour weeks and all this and it's awful. And people are having chronic breakdowns and it's like, that doesn't, that's, that's not the outlet that I had wanted when I was going to school. And I was feeling very fulfilled with my writing and doing graphics and kind of those more creative avenues, even though it wasn't bringing in enough money that I could sustain that like i couldn't afford an apartment so that was really and that's kind of kept me going um that idea of i don't want to make this that i enjoy like writing about games reviewing them doing guides doing all this creative stuff kind of doing what i want i don't want to make that a job because then i limit myself to i have to write 10 stupid clickbait articles a day just so i can make a quota so that i can get paid bare minimum for my work so i can maybe afford rent right that week so it's right now i'm very thrilled i have a wonderful i have a job that i i i live comfortably and provides me the the freedom to not have to worry about where, how am I going to afford mortgage or rent? So that frees me up so I can do my podcast. I can do these podcasts. Like, I can come on other people's podcasts. I can write what I want. I can submit article pitches. I can get that avenue to do what I want. It, I'm 
working to live as opposed to living to work. Mm. And that's what feels really rewarding to me. Because um, I, I think the, the terms of success are what you define them to be. Yeah. But you, but you do have to, you know, kiss a couple princes or frogs, yeah. I guess. A couple pirate princesses and go, well, oh, I don't like this. And some people are really fulfilled in a nine to five. Some people are not. Um, yeah. It's working at a multi-billion dollar company with all the corporate bureaucracy and bullshit and stupid ways of spending money that they don't know what they're, that don't make sense, but they pay the bills. And I, I, I love all my coworkers. Like that's all great, but it's, it's working for a giant corporation. So right, right. not much of an avenue for the creative, uh, the creative voice. Uh, and when you know that though, too, you can also just accept it and yeah, you are fortunate that you do have the energy to to do the stuff that you want to the longer i've worked the more i realize oh i can actually curate the life i want sometimes it's mm-hmm. harder to get the nut than it is another yeah. on other days um something i was talking to a friend of mine especially in the acting business it's not like you know, at 18, I'm going to start the entry-level acting job. And then when I am 30, I will have be, I will be a manager actor. Yeah. You, you know, you don't have a ladder that you're climbing that's clear-cut. So sometimes success means I got to do a rehearsal this week. Or I got to go on three auditions. Yeah. Um, you're kind of drawing your own treasure map as you go. Hmm. Ooh. Um... You don't quite know where the end result will be, but you hope it's treasure and you hope it's like the big golden chest. But if it's not, you know, maybe you'll check out that palm tree. Maybe there'll be something cool over there or maybe the little oasis. You might find something neat there, but it could be a zigzag. You could double back. You don't know. But in every day, that goalpost, that little X on your map will be somewhere else that you might not have been expecting the day before. And that's OK. And some days you just want to chill under that palm tree and not do anything. That's cool, too. You know, I why fucking- not? love this metaphor i i'm all about it i think i'm yeah. gonna start looking i i because balance is one of the things i think i struggle yeah. with in general um and you probably would you say your output is high or do you have a good grasp on like i don't i know i want to chill today or I, i'm a super I procrastinator ah me too but you're gonna yeah. get things done by the deadline yeah and that's the thing like i Future Scott is super reliable and will always come through. Past Scott is a super asshole that puts way too much pressure on Future Scott. Oh, I fucking love this. You're unlocking. You you can't know this. But maybe that is why we got along. Because we felt like we got along for a lot of different reasons. I, I relate to that so hard. But I didn't. I don't know that I've learned how to. Forgive past Scott <laughs> or past Jessica. I don't know if future Scott has ever forgiven past Scott. He but just if you always get it done, it. but then if you always get it done, what's the point and make yourself feel badly about it? True. I like, like that's where I want to get with it. Right. It's like, I know I'm going to get this done. Mm-hmm. And you put the, it, the, I put the things in motion. Even if I'm up all night to get it done. Cause I yeah. fucked up. I'll get it done. It will be done. For me, it's less about forgiving myself and just the resignation that it's going to happen. And it's like, yeah, it's going to suck. I'll probably have to get a couple big monsters or something. You know, it will be what it will be. But at the end of the day, 
that that next day after I'll be like that it's I think future Scott works towards that breath of relief the moment the task is done. Like that's future Scott's reward. And that's like the sip of like the expensive whiskey that lets him just resign himself to let go of the anger and frustration with past Scott. But if you liked that so much, why don't you finish the task sooner? Because there's always tomorrow. <laughs> that's true. That is absolutely, that's another, I mean, I'm really just trying to pick your brain so I, I can solve yeah, my own problems. A hundred percent. That would be the smart thing. Um, but there's also naps. Um, <laughs> naps are my naps favorite. Naps are cool. Naps um, are the best. There's also randomly finding strange videos on YouTube or <laughs> random <laughs> documentaries on aardvarks you never know that's right as it is better to say you watched the thing than not all right all right i yeah. think i just feel i feel good about today actually was one of the first days that i realized i'm doing this at 1 p.m i'm doing this at 3 30 i'm doing this at mm -hmm. 4 30 and then i'm streaming that's a lot in a full day yeah if i even if i make zero dollars it's a lot right um, I think I was I've been struggling with realizing that um, Twitch streaming is a job. Yes, and it's exhausting. I, or yes. it's not exhausting, but it's it's a taxation on energy. It is so fascinating to me how good of an idea streaming sounds at like two in the afternoon when I'm at work not streaming, compared to like when I get home after dinner and I'm tired and I like I could stream and put a face on and be like all upbeat for maybe a person coming into the stream or or okay think about it i could just be in my boxers with my shirt off in the summer <laughs> just playing whatever the fuck i want and if i decided i don't want to play something that's okay so it's it, oh it's, oh, the, it's the, a hard it's a hard choice it's a hard choice i i will say this deciding to twitch stream it was born of a couple decisions, primarily the mm -hmm. pandemic, secondarily, like, wanting to have a stress outlet and give yeah. that to other people, too. And then it became supplemental income. Because mm -hmm. also the acting industry really did not know what to do during the yeah. pandemic. Um, and now that it's back, uh, some jobs are back for me, at least, you know, like, I'm starting to get my momentum again. But again, like the second you find your momentum, you, it's a very it's a very undulating career. Mm -hmm. um, what streaming did for me was give me a schedule that I didn't otherwise have. Otherwise, yeah. so like, yes, I'm still up late and I sleep till eleven most days, <laughs> which is great by the way. Um, but I'm always going to be most of the time going to be on at five p.m. my time, or yeah, not five it used to be five p.m. Um, I I have to adhere to this thing that I've mm -hmm. set up. Um, which lends itself to the other thing that I'm trying to sort my head around, which I don't know if you've realized it by yet, but this podcast is basically me working out what I learned in therapy, um, with other people. So I'm, not, I'm just kidding. It's not really that. It, I mean, it sounds good to me. It's, it sounds like a, a worthwhile cause. I was hoping to meet Nick though, because I've only ever seen him in highly dramatic shots. I edited <gasps> for heartbeats, thumbnails. So, so you uh, actually do know Nick, kind of. Well, I know what he looks like, <laughs> and that he does good doctor poses. He's that's a great... the that's the extent. 
Nick is, I was thinking about it the other day. He sent me a text. He said, Jessica, I had a dream that you had a million dollar idea and you left me behind. (laughs) And I'm like, well, no, I'm still letting you hold me back because this podcast is still literally named after him. He's. I, and to the point where I don't know what else to name it. You know, mm-hmm. it's obviously become its own thing. I've been waiting for him to come back. He's, he had a baby and then um, and then uh, went to Ireland to work on location. Um, and so Bastard. I know. I fucking hate him. But Fuck he's, li- he's living a life. And I can't, and like we've, he's even texted me like every couple of weeks, like I, I, I'm gonna try and, and record with you for a little bit. Like he misses it, which yeah, that's a long way to say is he became like a muse for me doing heartbeats, mm-hmm. and it was his idea to do this podcast. He's so wonderfully engaging, so interesting, so down to clown, mm-hmm. um, open to make fun of himself, but confident and smart. I just like, and even when he was my teacher, I was like. This guy, I get him. I fucking hate him, yeah. but I fucking love him. Um, and it turned into a great professional relationship and mm-hmm. friendship too. Um, so I am sorry that you were deprived of it's okay. the Nick I'll Masu. Just go and open up my thumbnails and stare longingly at him. Be like, yeah, let's see if I can. Maybe this uh, is the. Po- I don't know you, Nick. Maybe this is the day. podcast where I'm like, one day, Jessica, I'm Nick, and I try to do a Nick improv, imp- like improv, and like pretend to be him, so you get the Nick experience. What you need to do is do like a an overlay where it's Nick, but just cut out the mouth, so it's your mouth talking underneath. You know what I just realized. You have that already? No, I a I definitely need to do that. that but we don't use video for this podcast, although no. I should. If you want to help me do that, I would love your help. Second of all, I really actually need you to redesign the cover art for this show. I didn't. I didn't do the first art. No, I'm asking you to redesign oh, it for yeah. me. No, because I've hit my wall as what I can do as Jessica with very limited resources and talent, and I have an idea that <laughs> I can't have accomplish. Talent. Well, and your stuff's with good. Graphic arts. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I have a limited amount of what I can accomplish with True. regards to. T- I yeah. have an eye for aesthetic. I'm not gonna listen. People around the globe. <laughs> this is an exaggeration. Ask me for advice on their outfit, their paint color for their house. I didn't know this about myself. Even when Alex came into town for the first time, he goes. I'm beginning to realize you're very particular because of like the things I would point out. I was like, oh, I don't like that part of the building, but mm-hmm. I do like that. And I just was like, I felt like I was giving him a tour of LA through my perspective. I just wanted, mm-hmm. I just wanted him to know how I viewed things. Um, and I didn't realize that that meant I was very particular, um, which I have no problem with. Just Yeah. I, I think I would rather be particular about things than meh, morose and not caring about everything. I would agree, and I and I wonder if 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 you're similar to me. I shoot for the stars and land on the moon, or vice versa. I mm-hmm. I want the best it could possibly be, but by shooting for that, I know that my ninety percent is going to be amazing. I know that my eighty five percent is going to be exactly what I want, and I feel like that happened with like the work we did with Heartbeats. You know, I I, I wanted mm-hmm. so much for Heartbeats that because we couldn't do it all. We got an amazing show. Yeah. We got close to it. And then always left her a little. Anyway, I, the, partic- the, the particular side of me in made that show what it was. I, and I, I hope I'm easy to work with when I gave you notes and stuff. 
Yeah. But it's the last thing I want to be is difficult. No, to you were creative. you were fine. You were you were very you were very much fine. Okay. So great. so do not worry about. What that. is your horror story? Do you have a horror story with working with someone graphically? Not really. Um. I guess it it was with a. Um. So I was contracted by like a local little video, like a graphic. Uh, studio here in uh in detroit and we were working on a john name Deere... them doxum no I'm no, d- no they were kidding. very nice it was oh, oh. we were working with john deere to do something for some tractor convention which sounds like the worst convention ever <laughs> but it was just working on lower thirds for probably 70 plus people and just the minute little stupid changes they would make at like 11 at night. Oh my God. Because this was it, the most important thing in their life. Right. And it's like, uh, you have this one, could we, that's, he prefers the middle letter to be capitalized. Can you just, can you just do that uh, and resend it over? And it's just like, yeah, I, I mean, I can. It, okay, sure. It, it, little things like that, like the super nitpicky things, I think, are what, not trigger me but annoy me the most that it's like in and i guess i i can be the same way like when i'm working on something personally like you notice the little details but from a step back general person watching looking they might not notice they're looking at it for too long and then they see that one little thing and and i think that's fine to an extent but when it's almost an unreasonable request. Like if it's okay, I can make this small change, but is it worth re-rendering, taking re-uploading the new video to the overlay, re-exporting that out? I don't, I, I don't think so. Like people won't notice, but as long as you're paying me, I will. Um, Which is an argument to be made at least. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's Okay. Um, it's it's more of those little annoyances, but when I and I'm I get I can be nitpicky bad. that way too. But I think I would rather get all, you all the same notes in one time. It'd be a lot different yes. if someone was like Harold looked it over over the evening and we collated all our ideas and here they are in a list. So that way we don't yes. have to give you seventeen emails. Yes, when you, I am fine making changes. But if I send the changes back and then you come back and critique things that have been the same for like yes. eight other revision changes. Yes. It's like, why why is this suddenly a thing? Like it has it has been there the entire time. Um but yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's tough. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just like, okay. And it's it always seems like those are the re- emails and responses you get, the changes you get, like right when you're about to go home close your computer those are the ones it's like the deadline's tomorrow i can't just be like you know what fuck it i'm i will do it in the morning okay fine i will submit a new change to you tonight do not worry jesus Um, christ it's like when i'm twitch streaming and i'm about to go off and then i get raided which actually is a great thing it's a very nice thing but i know i gotta stay on for another half an hour yeah even though all the people that are actually paying attention leave and all the people yes. that left their computer on are just there mm-hmm. for the most part. You got to stay on. 
Yeah. It's it's it is like the what is it? I don't think it's Murphy's law accurately describes it, but of course it will happen. Of course that's exactly yeah. how it's gonna go. Um, but yeah, I had another. Th- I know I had another thought that was akin to that, and then it totally went up in smoke. Cause I, I want to know what's the neon thing behind you. You don't know I, this. I, no, it looks like blue squigglies, but I kind of see Michigan in it too. Oh, that's so funny. I, yeah, it's not the hand. Is that Michigan's the hand, right? Or is that Minnesota? Yeah, the mitten. Yeah. Uh, the mitten. This, those are boobs. They're boobs. I didn't. I can't believe they're they're part of the Jessica lore. Hold on. Showing him the boobs. They're just so, so blurry. I don't know how to. Oh, I know. I'm trying to help, and it's not helping. Could you turn the boobs off? Yeah, I can turn the boobs off. Keep them interested, because I'm not editing this out. Hi, everybody. Scott here. I hope you're doing well. Ah. Okay, so explain I to the audience what you're seeing. I see it now. Yeah. So it's a, okay. it's like a side, yeah. three quarters turn uh, chest mm-hmm. to neck, like clavicle to contours. midriff. Contours of two boobies, nipples, and cups. Like, I think it's very sexy tastefully so exactly so i was you know i i feel like it's that's been my biggest well close to my biggest art splurge i when i moved into this apartment i had Mm -hmm. no furniture i had no nothing to call my own essentially i think i had like a bed i bed frame i bought from ikea years ago Mm -hmm. um because I never, even when I lived with friends, I had their furniture and I moved back home several times. Thankfully, I was in a financial position to kind of go, oh, I can buy a couch now and I can buy this cool table. I have a new bread. I actually got a bed just before the pan- pandemic. It was very expensive. And I'm so glad I did it because I spend so much time in bed. And I was like, this this was a good investment. This well, was- with all the talking you did about putting out, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I imagine you do got alex now jesus yeah is it a nice solid oak uh it is a very solid bed there you go and alex and i put great use to it and that's good he's it's a very lovely relationship we're compatible it's healthy oh are you kidding i'm fucking it's a huge yeah that's the point jess we're we're over this you are fucking (laughs) i'm fucking yes 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 under your boob light you are fucking Yes. It had been years since I had had sex. Okay, and then the, I, I I broke the seal in November with the wrong person, and then started sleeping with the right person in April. I feel good about that. I, like, I, I sex is a very big, big important aspect of the person I want to end up with and be with. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not a big. I, I do not want it um, in an unattached style. So, like, learning that I was a sexually proud person was hard to learn that outside of a relationship. Would you say you were loud and proud? Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like people to know how I feel about it. That's good. I, think I had my... roommates above my uh, apartment once that were like that. It it was weird. I'm and they also sh- argued a lot. Oh, well, that, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Um, one, like within two weeks of moving here, people crossed away from me. I 100% sure I heard a physical altercation and I went, call in the cops. 
it mm-hmm. has, thankfully it hasn't happened since and I, I think he I feel blessed to be the kind of person that's next to someone should they need it I'm mm-hmm. here to help if, yeah. but but from what I can tell even though I'm sure they're not thr- thoroughly happy whatever they were going through seems to be resolved does that make sense well that's good uh, but it was scary for me I was like scared for her I have another friend who lived directly beneath a very abusive gaslighting person and it scared her very badly because also you don't want to let them know you don't want to let the abuser know that you know because then that they could take mm-hmm. it out on the person that they're abusing worse it, there's so many catch yeah. catches to it um, that's a very long way to say that <laughs> on the other side of that, the most recent escapades, ex-sex, sexcapades have been so loud that I think, um, my entire building knows what's up and I, and I, you know what? I've just decided I don't care. I, I challenge, yeah. I, cha- I challenge someone to talk to me about it because he's very loud. He's very loud until like one in the morning and I, mm-hmm. and I have a, like mostly just stomping. He's he's got to be as tall as you are, and he just mm-hmm. just like bump bump bump. He does, he's also got to be twenty two and just doesn't know that he's how to live above somebody. So I'm gonna yeah. be like, you don't know how to live below, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna show yeah. I'm gonna show you what it's like to have a share a ceiling. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I can't believe we're talking. I mean, I actually can because for some reason, the majority of this podcast lately does circle back to Alex, even though I try not to. I mean, technically, we kind of started with him, too, because we talked about uh, magic. I know. But, like, that's what I'm trying to it's use okay. the entryways into You're what in I'm... love. I am. You're smitten. <laughs> I am. You're a smitten kitten. I love him so much. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm very happy. So you are coming up on your one-year anniversary. Do you have any plans? Uh, yeah, Saturday. Wow. Do you yeah. going to do anything special? Do you have a gift in mind? Or are you guys going to eat the cake? I, I made something. I did my I did some art stuff. Um, Is she a then, fan of your art? We'll see. <laughs> I think it's rather touching, but I, I believe um, so. But that doesn't mean she doesn't like. That doesn't mean she likes your art. But like she knows what kind of art you're capable of, right? Because you said that you wanted to be an artist, so like she knows what you're good at. Oh, uh, I didn't do much drawing since like because we met far after my mm. time at oakland in my stage combat drawing days um <laughs> got it um she she's seen my emote drawing like emote drawings and like overlays so stuff like that so this is not like that got it right okay i'll send you a picture i actually would love to see it um yeah. and i would love to share it all over the internet before it goes out so no problem um are, did you guys She's do not the on Twitter? <laughs> Great. Uh, did, um, did you guys do the thing where you, excuse me, saved the cake? No. So the place we got our cake from actually had a deal where they'll just make us a fresh one of our cake for our one year. So I actually, thanks for reminding me. I actually have to call them tomorrow. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. So that'll be cool. It's a place called Cakes by Stephanie. It was very good. Um, and then no, I think I we're gonna I'm gonna. Make us a prime rib, prime rib mm. roast. Are you a good um, cook? Do a nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a wow. big cook. Wow. Um, so I think we're gonna do that and maybe go to some local breweries, do kind of like a little bar crawl, little brewery crawl. That sounds so. Fun. And just kind of hang out. Yeah, just kind of relax and spend time together. I love that. So, okay, so what's yeah. your favorite meal to cook? 
favorite meal to cook? Um, I really like making roasts. Mm-hmm. Um, like a good. Um, I have really good cheddar ale brat soup. I make that's really good. Whoa. Um, that's very tasty. That Chili, amazing. lasagna. I don't know. Like I don't know what I prefer to make. Do you get like you? You must get same simulation out of whatever. Like the it's like perhaps just the satisfaction of creating a good dish ultimately. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Because it's the part, it's the preceding leading up to the cooking that I'm like I don't want to fucking wash the vegetables and goddamn. For it. me, it's the after. Like I hate the washing of the oh, dishes and stuff. Sure. I, I so. Um. But, but can't no. you make your wife do that? Well, we share. Okay. Um. Because like if you cook, she should yeah. do the dishes. Yeah, we usually try. Uh, balanced like that. Um. But yeah. So I like to cook. I love that. Um, in the next six months, is there anything that you're particularly gunning towards or looking forward towards? Or like if you were to like look back in six months from now and went, ooh, I wanted to do this thing. I did it. Is there like some goal you want to achieve by in like six six months to a year? I'll, I'll widen that for you. Yeah, I would love to take part and be a player on – an actual play whether it's like a little mini series like that's fine um or even be like a a guest character like i'd love to do that and just start being known and kind of getting more into the the tabletop scene um i think that's that's probably where my biggest push is right now is kind of trying to make headways and get myself on some tables to to roll some dice i think is you know is my i can help you goal. do that then i would love uh, to i would super best friend love you forever i know um, that's my whole goal is, is uh, what you do. yeah i but yeah i think that would be my biggest right now my biggest right now i think i'm i'm happy where like my my freelance writing's at um i i'm happy where by like drawing see that's the thing like I don't just write like that's why I just call call myself a media creator because I know how to edit video right. and make motion graphics. I know I, I draw like I've made emotes. I've made overlays. I've done writing. I've done all these things. So I just like media creator. The only thing I really don't touch and I'm kind of scared of is audio. And a couple sure. years ago, I was just like, you know, I can do all these other things. I'm just going to be I don't like i i'm not good at audio i'm gonna draw the line i don't need to pick that up i can do easy i can kind of balance and adjust levels a bit but like i just i don't don't need to be that guy i don't i i i'm okay not being that guy being able to say i can't do that and like my day-to-day job is i'm a virtual reality specialist and i do 3d modeling so it's just like okay (laughs) audio that's where I draw the line. Fuck it. No audio. But then how do you do who so someone else edits your podcast? Uh yes. Uh depends really when I get out because he has other things he does. Gotcha. And lately, like his schedule's busy, so if I get out my or if I can't line up a guest to record until like Tuesday night or right. like today, Wednesday, podcast goes out on Thursday, it's not fair to me to hit him up like the night before be like 
hey, just recorded tomorrow's episode. Here you go. I, I've been on the receiving end of that. I don't want to be that person that I, then puts an editor or or someone in it. I don't want to be the reason someone stays awake to get it done. That, I don't pay him much. Right. I don't pay him enough to be like, no, this has to get done tonight so I can put it out tomorrow. Do you still pay him enough. when you don't have him do it, though? No. There you go. Okay. Because um, that's empathy right there is when you've been on the receiving end of like, that's why I think people working in retail is an important thing to kind of get some humility mm-hmm. and empathy. And if you've been that person, you go, ah, I know how to converse with humans. So let me do yeah. that better. <laughs> I think that's lovely. Um, yeah. But what about you? What's a goal you have kind of, Shit. Where where is your treasure map ideally leading to? In the next year so it's oh, a great question it seems like right now podcasting is potentially going to take up more of my time mm-hmm. in um a producerial oh, way cool. so i think if not launching my own channel but my own you know podcast network mm-hmm. um and Focusing, I think the goal is like a little bit more financial autonomy mm-hmm. um, or reliable finance. Because um, on the creative side, I would love to have a theatrical agent, which is TV and film. Um, mm-hmm. Or I'd love to book an, two more commercials. But those things, you have never, you have no idea when they come, which is good. Mm-hmm. And you can do some work leading up to it. Like even just yesterday, a connection of mine said, hey, I need your demo. I don't know if they're going to... They're not, they don't know who they're looking for, but just because they knew me, they, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't believe in networking. I, that person's my friend that I happen yeah. to have worked with. That's how I met them, and we're friends. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he sent me some of his pottery. I, he actually was the first person who ever purchased my painting. We're buds. And he goes, you kind of could do this. And so, yeah, when that's a whole other story for another day. But when I stopped looking at networking as I got to make sure I meet this person, I'm, I instead realized, oh, yeah, maybe that person doesn't like me. But I really met Scott, and he was fucking cool. I like mm-hmm. the, I want to be his friend. So that's when yeah. I start real, you know, that's just a different way of looking at things where it actually made it made my life much more enjoyable. Um I would like to make some more headway into being I don't know well more well known as an actor but more even more successful. Uh continue mm-hmm. having a little more money is really the goal. Um I'm working, so it's not like I'm not, but uh Yeah. Maybe also, maybe, maybe I just want to be a little bit happier, a little more relieved of stress. How about that? That's always a good goal. Like, always a good goal. Now that have. I know that I am as stressed as I am, I know that I can be less stressed. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Me too. We, I, I'm going to be selfish and say a year from now, you should have me on again and we'll see if we successfully met our goals when you or, call and how far we got when you call cakes by stephanie again for the two-year remind me that i need to have you back on and we'll do I'm that gonna put a put oh, a, put a reminder we, in we can do pins right in in private chats yes but that will be something i will never it's fine i will i never see the pin after. i never see the it's, pin it's good to know uh yeah oh i i get people pin things no, but i'm like great i should do I'm going to schedule a tweet. Oh my god, yes. I'm going to schedule a tweet right now. Hey, 
remember we gotta meet we gotta chat again about our goals we set let's hope i don't die before then because that'll be really sad that uh equally and i'll i'll put that in the tweet too (laughs) if you didn't die jessica p.s hope you did it yes please do (laughs) so what's your uh what's your handle so people can follow you and and look out Uh, for that treat Yes, uh, it's at Professor RPG. This is so great. Scott, it is the handle. Thanks. I'm going to make sure um, I, I link to your podcast in our liner notes. Um, I'm so glad we finally got to do this. I can't wait to do this again in a year and see how yes, <laughs> things this turn will be out. Fantastic. I fucking have to do this. Oh, oh, I'm scared now. I have like, I have to. I <gasps> Future Jessica has a goal now, has the deadline. Future Jessica is going to rock it. Well, I, I know Future Scott will. This was such a nice podcast. Thank it's you. Nice, it's so fun to talk to you. It's easy. Jess, it's easy and to hang talk to out. you. And you know, the only thing that could have made this better is if we were, if I was messing with your mind, dropping mines everywhere in Battleship. Um, and I guess we. If you're, oh, you're not going to be up late enough tonight. Would you like to do a Battleship tournament tomorrow at seven p.m. on my stream? That tomorrow is my D and D day. Then fuck it. Maybe Saturday then. No, nope, Saturday okay. well, is your wedding we, day. Th- this this will require like pomp and circumstance. You're not this wrong. Will require super like if you want to have have someone take a picture of you like on a background like in a fighting pose. We'll do like a wrestling poster. It'll be fantastic. I'm gonna ask you to produce this and then we'll do it. Like you need we need to like and you need to share a little bit of the way. Awesome, and you can ask Alex to be the announcer, like the play-by-play announcer. Actually, I think it should like, be Andy Campbell, but if if Andy can't too. do it, Andy Campbell's awesome. I still need to talk to him. Oh, you do. Actually, I found um totally. I know we kind of did the outro, but yeah, it's, I don't care. I found a so Andy and I have been going back and forth trying to figure out a time to play Magic together for like the past year and a half, two years. And with Janelle, and it's got to be so honestly, hard with the time. Mostly difference. my issue, yeah, my fault. But I have discovered online, you can it's it's called Ursa's AI. You can have an AI generate magic cards. So I want to have two completely AI created magic decks, and I want Whoa. just like I, this is an idea for a series I have. Just two players playing AI generated magic. This is actually a this is a this is a YouTube series. Yeah. This is I mean see this is our problem is we have too many great ideas. All right. The gauntlet has been thrown in three different ways. In one year we will check in to see yeah. what's going on with our life. In 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 the near future we will have a champ best of, best of the battleships mm-hmm. with Alex narrating and we need to get Andy Campbell on your show and yeah. play magic with you. Yes. That's great. And he can also help narrate our battleship battle. And he can get fucked. Because I like Andy that. can get fucked. And he I mean Andy doing it was your idea. I know, but fuck Andy though. He's a good little streamer. <laughs> no, I love him. we love him. We stand we stand at Andy. I think there's a lot of uh clips on the internet of me saying that Andy sucks and that I hate him. And that really just means that I like him a lot. That's another thing. You actually just reminded me of another goal I have for for this next Great. year. I want an animated GIF of myself doing something strange on a game. 
I don't have an animated GIF. I can search you. There's great animated GIFs. There's a lot of me. I I don't have an animated GIF of myself. I'm oversaturated. That's, that's, that's a good GIF. That's a that's ooh. That's a good goal. GIF goal. All right. Yeah. So yeah, in that tweet, write out I did this and this and this. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. All right. Well, this is this is the wrap out. Now we're going. Say goodbye. Yeah. Peace out. Bye, Scott. that does it for this week nickels thanks so much for listening to another episode of you don't know nick there are many different ways you can support our podcast one of them is going to you don't know nick.com and finding out all the different places you can listen to our show you can also follow us on good pods which is basically instagram for podcasts not only can you follow your favorite shows you can listen to them right there in the app if you're interested in finding some you don't know nick merch or jessica lynn verde merch go to subtlegeek.spreadshirt.com and if you're not already consider becoming a patreon member you can get exclusive swag and early access releases to episodes if we're able to get them to you in a timely manner go to patreon.com slash you don't know nick and if you haven't already leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts see you next week nickels